and here you are. Yeah. I don't wearing work, aprons so and shaking your booty. I'm not shaking my booty. Hey, sometimes. But. <laughs> <laughs> much of that is is whatever vibe you're putting out so maybe your, your relationship Turning, vibe. how the turntables have you know what <laughs> actually probably you just seem like nicer <laughs> when you're like less relaxed or less like less like know. a fuck boy like probably you're just giving off like oh he seems like a good guy vibes that's I, like that's always boy. my vibe probably not <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to comment uh, on that, but uh, I don't think that's always uh, your vibe. <laughs> in different environments, I'd say, like... <laughs> what do you mean? All right. I mean, can you... Uh, uh, elaborate? Yes, that's the can one. Can I elaborate? Like, I would say your vibe is very much fuckboy. Yeah. Uh, what, based on what? Based on, like, just your everything? <laughs> Based on your face yeah. and your clothes. Really? And your body language. Oh. And your, the way you talk to people. Okay. Not in a bad way. Yeah. It's just, like, also, I, it's also my belief about, like, I feel like white men, like, who are moderately good looking and kind of cool, mm. just can get pussy I, I don't say pussy, pussy but <laughs> this is why i like having a separation between like my work podcast yeah. and like my comedy yeah. podcast you know they can get vagina very easily yeah. and then they can become kind of like like fuck boys okay um and then it's just like a vibe like i, I you can smell it like it's just you can smell it it's just like really <laughs> Okay, Obvious. I thought you're coming in at noon. My bad. I was gonna shower. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, not literally. Oh, actually, yeah, they smell like Axe body spray. I don't. Or use maybe Axe Armani. Body. I don't use Armani. What do you, what's either. what do you what's your scent? Now I feel attacked. <laughs> no, you um, smell like Cactus Club. That's a fuck. Boy. I smell like Cactus Club. <laughs> I've never. I I haven't been to Cactus Club in years. Um, <laughs> I, okay. Local. No, I don't drink. I don't know if. Oh, uh, I heard that in the yeah, last podcast. Yeah. I don't drink, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't really go out that much. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like maybe. I'm Just when you strip at Bachelorettes, that's. <laughs> I don't strip. I'm serving, like, that's how I come in to the bar. <laughs> I like how that's a, such an important distinction. It I don't is. strip. I, I don't. come mostly naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, just in a G-string. Well, I don't like, strip. No, no G-string. There's <laughs> I'm not wearing... Well, then why other. are you worried about that ass pimple if you're not showing your butt cheeks? No, I am, but it's no g It's not a G-string. No, it's just an apron covering my penis. <laughs> You make it sound like you're going to say, more modest, no, like, my butt's cut. No, I'm just not wearing any underwear. Yeah, no, it's different. Just an apron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, there's a difference between wearing a G-string and not wearing a G-string. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, my butt is out. and uh, So you're like, so it's very easy for your, them to access your dick. Do they ever try to grab your dick? I have very strict boundaries. Hmm. Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> I do when it comes to when it comes to my work. It's a job for me. It's fun, but it's work. And, yes. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> you're having a hard time. <laughs> having a hard time keeping a straight face. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm yeah. And uh... Uh, it's it's. I'm in an apron. It's very professional. It is. Yeah. <laughs> uh... So no grabbing. No grabbing. No grabbing. No hitting. You told me that earlier. No hitting. That's important. No yeah. hitting. <laughs> it's it's weird because uh, usually like the older women are more handsy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The younger younger women like twenty to early or like mid thirties mm. are very like consent and can I and is yeah. that okay? Are you still comfortable? And yeah. then uh, older women are like, <laughs> <laughs> get her I over here. Get it. And I'd well, be like, I'm, yeah, I'm in my thirties. Uh, ma'am. Yeah, <laughs> ma'am. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Women, yeah. yeah. Older women. For sure. Well, 
My mom's dating a man who's 27 years younger than her. Wow. She's a friend. Her. It's her boyfriend. They've been together yeah. like um, two years. Wow. <clears throat> they live together. Yeah. It's serious. So, it's yeah. She's stepdad a cougar. Soon. Oh, that'd be so weird if I called him my stepdad. But, um, yeah, no. Or older women than are. You? He's older than me. Okay. Yeah, he's older than me. So, um, yeah, they they met in Mexico. Yeah. And uh, so people are always like, oh, he's Mexican. And they're like, no, oh, he wanted a green card. But yeah. he already had a visa to come to Canada to work. He just likes, he likes to be mothered a little bit. Oh. Like, he likes older women. Like, okay. he's, and my mom's hot. She's still got it. Good. Mm-hmm. I, I think, <laughs> I, I honestly think that's, um, well, maybe not 27 years, but older women and younger men i think is the way it should be because we die young already mm-hmm. uh much younger so unless you want kids then you <laughs> gotta start later, earlier yeah yeah no it does make sense because like there's i feel like you sexually peak in your 30s that's mm. women sexually peak in their 30s i don't know like you Se- just, what do you mean sexually peak in- like you um you know dirty 30s like women are more lustful i prefer okay. to say lustful oh, in terms horny. of your sex sex drive, drive. Okay. yeah sex drive is higher and i i think sex is better as a woman as you get mm. older because in my 20s well first of all i grew up so sheltered like mm-hmm. obviously i was a virgin until i got married married for three years still after that i was very like closed off in that way very repressed mm-hmm. for many years i still thought of like sex Ooh. is dirty and wrong someone's dying uh, we're good yeah sorry yeah so i still thought of sex as dirty and wrong oh and then also the messaging especially back then mm. for women was like it's all about the men like i don't know if you remember cosmo magazine like it's cleaned up now but back in like the 90s early 2000s yeah. the headlines were all like how to suck his dick like six steps yeah. to give a mind-blowing blowjob yeah um, and just all about, you know, pleasing a man. Right. Like how to be sexy, how to turn on a man. There was nothing in there about like your own pleasure and what women need. But it's also like, it's not just about the sex itself. Like it's also knowing what you need. Like women actually need 15 minutes just to get aroused, like just mm. to get in the mood. Often it's more than that. Like women can't just jump into it. Mm. So like now, like I will ask for a massage and I, I won't even ask. I'll demand. I dare say. <laughs> the one hookup I had during the pandemic, like I don't do one night stands, but you know, the pandemic. One hookup I had was with a 21 year old. I talk about it in my set. And yeah, it was like after, after a show, I'd gone dancing with some comedians. This younger guy was like hitting on me, went back to my place. And I was like, you know, women need more time to, <laughs> I felt like I was teaching him like, I'm my thirties now. Like I'm not gonna just. It's not gonna be all about you. Like mm. I need certain things. This is how it's gonna be. <laughs> I was like, so you know, I'm gonna take a shower. You're gonna give me a massage. <laughs> he was like, okay. Obviously, yeah. he's not gonna be like, no. That's I just, but I just feel like overall. When you say massage, it's like like a full body yes, massage. Like I got out the coconut oil. And, and you, you like <laughs> laid out the sheet, coconut oil. Yes. And then you got... The and I gave piece. him a massage too. His massage was like, he didn't get it. Because I meant like full massage, massage, massage. Yeah. And he thought, he's he was like... like <laughs> he's he's like, like walking around poking you. On the <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he gave me a massage. But then after like three minutes, he just like went to the private parts. Yeah. He was like... No, like longer. Yeah. I didn't say that. I, at that point, I was like, okay, fine. But yeah, so I yeah, I definitely communicate more, and I just like I'm not interested in pretending. Mm. I'm not interested in like faking things and like. Have you faked it's an only orgasm for before? You. Well, obviously, everyone but, has. But like, you can tell when it's when it's fake, right? Because there's the 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 this oh contractions. Yeah, like you can kind of. The leg shaking. I believe, I'm sure you can fake that too. I haven't. Don't ruin it for me. No, I'm, I'm kidding. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a joke. No, um, but even like the overall experience of yeah. like not pretending. Yeah, just trying to make sure that I have a good experience as mm. well. Um, so yeah, and I feel like that, that takes time to like feel like you, you're comfortable with someone 
Um, so I think it just, it gets better and better. That's why one night stands are like kind of useless to oh, yeah. me. Yeah. And also, but what's, what's really important that you can tell right away is if you have sexual chemistry with someone. So I always like to look for that. Like, is there chemistry there? In the kiss, like even if a kiss isn't great the first, mm-hmm. like I've had weird first kisses or kisses where I've been like, mm, uh, and then it's gotten better, but I've like felt in the kiss that there was chemistry, mm. even if it was a bad kiss. And then I do feel like you can kind of like train someone in how you want them to kiss you just by your kissing. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and all right. So I was reading this book mm-hmm. about boundaries and dating. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, aside from all the boundaries you should maintain, um, mm-hmm. he was talking about ideally you'd want to be dating a few people at a time mm-hmm. so that you can narrow down and you're not wasting your time with mm. the one person, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you do that too? Or how does... Yeah, like I'll go on dates with other people. But if I'm like, I definitely would expect sexual exclusivity. And that's uh, a conversation that I think in the past I didn't have early enough, where I think that's an important conversation to have. Like if I'm going to start having sex with someone, then, um, you know, we're going to keep having sex, then I would expect it to be exclusive. Mm -hmm. And I think it was something that I kind of like in the past assumed. And most of the people that I've like, dated seriously that Mm. we just both were like that you know where it was like yeah like I like you and it just kind of happened just gonna be exclusive in that way like and I think in the dating culture isn't really Mm. like that in some cases especially in certain age groups so yeah I'm learning like I guess you have to like sit down and have that conversation Mm. like probably when you're gonna sleep with someone or after you first sleep with someone. Mid-massage. <laughs> Mid-massage, yeah. This is the expectation. Um, I think that's that's really important to me because there's, like, as a woman, like, chemically something happens, for sure. Like, the sex hormones, like, you're you're in a cloud of sex hormones and you're, like, getting attached and you're, like, seeing the person differently, too, mm. when you start sleeping with them. And I think it's really hurtful if then they sleep with someone else, especially if you haven't had a conversation about it and you, mm. and it's not just a hook, you don't feel like it's a hookup thing. So yeah, that's, that's my stance on that. And like, I think that's something I'm learning is, oh, you have, you have to have like more of these kinds of conversations and also the conversations of like, what are you looking for? Like, are you looking for a relationship? Even though that's like, I know people think, oh, on the first date, you don't want to have those kind of kinds of conversations, but even casually kind of, bringing up what you're looking for just Mm. because I think a lot of people what's tripped me up in the past is I think I steer clear of people who are obviously like players and fuck boys but sometimes people can like have a real vibe of being like really relationshipy and really Mm. liking you and being really like emotionally intimate with you Mm. but they actually don't want a relationship and I think that's I've been a bit thrown off by that in the past so it's really important to have be really clear about that like that's a boundary it's like okay what do you want this is what i want like i want a relationship i if we start sleeping together like maybe we can wait even longer to sleep together if we're if we want to like date other people very it's like yeah that's why i'm really glad that i didn't have sex in high school because i think it's a lot to manage emotionally. Like mm. I'm not going to be, I didn't have the tools to have these conversations in high school and to manage all the emotions that get involved, especially as a woman. Maybe, but what if you would have gotten more desensitized to those, desensitized? Emo- to those emotions? I think I know. I think it would have gotten like depressed. I think it would have been too much for me. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. For a woman, I, I, again, to generalize, like I think for women, there's just a lot more tied to it. There can mm. be a lot more body shame too. A lot more emotion and attachment and then I think as a teenager that would really can really mess with you um, I think probably I would have had yeah more body image issues mm. and stuff it would have been harder so I'm glad that I I didn't and then when I did even though it wasn't like mind-blowing it was with someone I trusted and I felt respected I think respect is a really big thing mm. I was reading an article about how, like, the sexual revolution for women, like, the Me Too and the feminist movement has made it so that women can be more open sexually and, like, be into kinks and, like, have multiple sexual partners and, like, it's cool and it, and that's great, you know, because women are more open 
with what they want and what right. they don't have to be like slut shamed mm-hmm. so that it's good in that way. But then some women are saying like, well, I almost feel like I've been tricked into exploiting myself. <laughs> it's like, actually, I don't like this. Like, I don't like feeling pressure to be in this like hookup culture yeah, and to be part of it, and, to be part of it. Like, yeah. I don't want to be part of that. Like, I want to feel like respected and I mm. want to feel safe. I want to be honest about my feelings. I want to have to hold right. back. So yeah, that's, that's a lot. Like, I make jokes on stage about how, like, I've dated younger men and blah, blah, blah. But I think that that's one benefit of dating someone my age. I think there's just, like, a little bit less of that attitude, mm. that culture. Also, I, I get that there's, uh, we shouldn't generalize and all that, but I feel like if someone's under 25, 26, I don't really expect it to transition into a serious relationship. <laughs> yeah. and I'm, Because they're I'm trying... still on the path. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Yeah. That would be, yeah, I'm like at the club, picking up 21-year-olds, like, hey, long-term commitment. (laughs) No, no. Um, But I did, I have thought like, oh, maybe with the younger person, we could have something more casual. Mm. But even that, there still has to be a level of respect. Mm. Like, I I still would expect them to be consistent and like, we, you're not going to like, cancel and like, Mm. not text back and stuff like that. Like, you still have to... Yeah, I'm not going to, like, waste time on a person, whether that's casual or a relationship, who's, like, makes you feel bad. I'm just like, I'm not even into you, and you're making me feel bad. Why would I do that? that, That's the distinction you start to make as a woman as you get older. You're like, this doesn't feel good to me. Like, Mm. I like my life. I like myself. I like my friends. Why would I waste time with a person or or a relationship, or not even a relationship, a interaction that doesn't feel good right for for like two minutes of pleasure (laughs) on a good day on a good yeah Yeah. if that so and what was um because it seems like quite a path from like being uh losing a virginity in a marriage and thinking of sex as dirty and to being kind of open and accepting and and trying things. So what was the biggest drive for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a journey, you yeah. know. I feel like I'm on The Bachelor. This has been a journey for sure. That's for the female listeners. Uh, yeah, well, one thing I did right after I got divorced is I really got into salsa dancing. Mm-hmm. And that was when I was living in Nanaimo and there was this really tight-knit crew of dancers. Mm. And they were all so sexual, but not in a... Like in a innocent way if i can say that like they were such like nice wholesome people but they were so sexual yeah too. salsa is always confusing because you would dance with a girl and then she would rub against you <laughs> and you as a man i'm like oh this is cool this is maybe going somewhere or whatever and then after you'd be like so hey uh how about we go whatever and she's like oh no my boyfriend is my boyfriend, like, yeah. what <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's just totally Latin dancing. It's very, yeah, it's a form of like sensual expression. So, and it, it was cool to be with them because they would always make sexual jokes and all of that, but there was nothing to it. Like it was safe. Mm. So in different, it's different than like a club, for example, when you're dancing a club, like it's predatory, <laughs> like uh, yeah. when men and women, like you are out to like, you know, have sex with each other and, and then, but in dance, it's like you're, you're friends and it's actually, no, it's not a hookup culture, mm-hmm. but yeah, you, you can, so you can safely express your sensuality. So that was a big part of me. Yeah. Just feeling more comfortable with my body, feeling more sensual and mm-hmm. sexual and then continuing on to dance and then inner work too, like the field that I'm in, I, I've done a lot of inner work and, um, just understanding myself and what it means to be a woman mm. and, and and loving yourself and all of that and doing the dating coaching too, I think is a constant reminder, especially when I coach women. Yeah. Do you ever like mm. pretend it's not your course and then just do the women's course yourself? <laughs> I don't, but as I'm like, yeah. when I'm doing the one-on-one, I'm going through it with them and I'm, right. I'm guiding them through it. So it, yeah. I sometimes reminder. get that during episodes where i would ask a question i'm like if it's a dating hang up or something like that and be like oh that's what i do okay i should (laughs) not do that yeah because even if you're an expert in something or you're a coach it's like not like you're living that 24 7 you're a human being too Mm -hmm. when i really developed the tools for women 
uh, it, it was when I went through this phase, like I went through a really bad breakup many years ago mm. and I was having trouble getting over him. And so I had one of those like magical moments where online an advertisement popped up for like this female dating guru. And she's mm. like, how to hook your ex, how to get your ex back. And I was like, I need this. And so I started following her and she was actually really good. Like, I mean, she was kind of your typical coach for women in that it's all about like amplifying your feminine energy, mm. but a lot of t- really great tools as far as expressing yourself, like expressing your emotions in ways that aren't s- scary to men in ways that like draw men in and then how to like, how to deal with specific like behaviors mm. in men and stuff. anyways, and, and how to, yeah, just how to embody your femininity. So that's, those are things that, you know, sometimes I just won't be as in my feminine. Right. And then, you know, I have those reminders when I work with female clients, but also, you know, dancing makes me feel more like sensual and feminine and the summer <laughs> and being expressive, I think is a very feminine energy, like expressing yourself creatively, mm. being more, more vulnerable with stand up and just in general. So I think it's really healthy, like all the tools that apply to dating, like good tools, not pickup artistry tools apply to like, life in general they're good for life in general like how to connect with people how to love yourself be confident set boundaries Mm. it's all good things yeah and being feeling feminine like it's a nice feeling and you know what i've noticed is it's so dumb but like men hit on me more when when i'm wearing pink or lavender (laughs) really i honestly think that's part of it and that's something that this dating coach like that i originally was with had said she's like wear more pink is like ugh, so dumb. Like, do you really think men are that dumb that they're just like <laughs> pink woman? But it's actually true. Yeah. I think it's and I when I see women wearing like really feminine colors like florals and pink, like that's a vibe. You're like, oh, mm. she seems nice. Like she seems feminine and nice. And I think they're just less intimidated. Like, oh, she seems nice. Like she seems girly oh, and be. nice. And then yeah. they just approach. I'm sure that yeah, I'm sure there's the science behind it. <laughs> we're not just like fruit flies flocking to color <laughs> maybe we are uh and so we talked about you not really creating any fuck boys for your training have you rehabilitated any fuck boys rehabilitated? For, <laughs> for your training? <laughs> uh i don't know i think that'd be too triggering for me really that's one of those scenarios when where you, you get on the phone with someone like that who's that like that guy who really just wanted to have sex and like hated women. Hmm. Sometimes I get triggered. Yeah. When I'm on calls with people and I feel like they are the type of man that like has, you know, they remind me of a type of man who is like really hurt me. Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I don't like you. Like this doesn't feel, this doesn't feel good. And I try to like breathe through it. Like it's okay. But I just, I never end up working with those people. It's never a fit for hmm. working with them anyways. So, yeah, like, I don't think I could rehabilitate a fuck boy. Right, but what's the difference between, you said you have some clients that have no issue having sex, mm. uh, but can't find the one or whatever. Oh, well, first of all, they're not boys. They're, like, in their 30s right. or 40s. And I think the the way they approach it is different. Mm. I think there's more respect. They Maybe oftentimes they have, like, one person that's kind of, like, a friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just a different attitude. Mm. Yeah, and you don't get the vibe that they like just... They're Obviously, they're coming to me because they don't just want to have sex. But yeah, um, when I think of fuckboy, like I think a, a young guy... Thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> you are young. I will give you that. <laughs> Do you know how old I am? 28, I'm guessing. I'm uh, turning 31 in October. Okay, so you're... Oh, you are in your 30s. Okay, okay. Okay. So you're actually not that young. Yeah, I'm not that young. Mm. That's why I said thank you. Uh, <laughs> what else? When you're... You said when I'm, when I'm thinking of a fuckboy, young... Yeah, and they're just like screwing around. Hmm. Well, they don't want a relationship, obviously. There's probably not much respect involved. Like, there's probably a lot of it's ghosting happening. Not true. I don't ghost people. So what do you do when you just... When, I when just you're want... done with someone. Like, say you've hooked up with someone. Like, you met someone at the club. Yeah. You hook up. I don't. You don't I, meet people a, at the club. I don't meet people at the club. Uh, Stand-up club. Stand-up club. I, I, I don't. I don't hook up. Oh, okay. An app? Is that your... Yeah, mostly apps. Or, like, 
Can I just say, this is the problem. Like, I feel like apps have made men so lazy. Oh, yeah. You don't have to, like, <laughs> you don't have to put in effort and, like, go up and talk to someone. Mm. and it, That, but it's also, you kind of do. It, it. Yeah. It, like, it made men lazy in a way, but it also, it's like, you have to be good at being lazy kind of thing. <laughs> Well, yeah, you have to be sending messages and setting updates and all of that. Not just that, but also, like, get someone's attention. And it's a landing page, essentially. Like, you have to build that, uh, you know. You're like, like, Michaela, you don't understand. It's so hard to take a good profile picture. Woo, so much work. Yeah, the profile pictures are pretty easy. Uh, it's mostly about, like... Because a lot, I feel like a lot of men have issues converting matches to dates. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. that's where a lot of the yeah it's 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 its own yeah. skill set, but it doesn't that's not a skill set that like tells you anything about what kind of person it is like right. oh he's good at converting matches to well dates. it's it's mostly it's mostly messaging yeah and communicating okay yeah, so that doesn't um, mean anything though like right. when you when someone when a man approaches you at least you know like okay that took mm. confidence or he's very interested in, in me or whatever yeah it's just you 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 are gaining something from that interaction in that you know something about him that's fair so yeah, yeah um apps or on the street in person at some point whatever mm-hmm. uh and then dates and then seeing if we have things in common mm-hmm. like if we have common interests or if we i mean they like me so we already have a common interest right uh, <laughs> That's a joke, uh, obviously. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is fun. The thing is, like, when you say it, it doesn't seem like a joke. Yeah. Oh, oh, but see. Because you oh, seem oh, so confident it's, in Yeah, the, but that's a, that's a common thing for me where I, I've explained it before. I find it really funny when mostly men are, like, mm-hmm. confident for, like, not no reason, but, like, overly confident. Kind of almost cocky. And so I find it funny, so I do it sarcastically, and then people don't realize it's sarcastically, and then they're like, oh, you're just a dick sometimes. Yes, I could see that happening. Yeah, for yeah. Sure, for um, sure. So you, but let's say, like, surely you just hook up sometimes. Yeah, but not often. Or you, you, you go like on a couple would, dates with someone, yeah. you end up sleeping together, mm-hmm. you weren't feeling it. Yeah. Then what do you do? Uh, diffuse it. And probably like just be friends diffuse it that sounds like you kind of just like slowly peter off yeah see bit. i don't like that like i think you should just say if she seems to be kind of like she's messaging yeah. you like she still wants it yeah then i think you there should be a clear like you know what i just i don't feel a romantic connection or yeah. I don't see this going any further. I have to be honest. Like, I don't see this mm. going... That's what I always do. Like, I, okay. if they don't message me again, then it doesn't matter. But, like, if they're messaging me and trying to set something up or they seem interested, then I'll just be like, I'll be honest. So if you if you have sex with someone and they don't message you, you just leave it? I can't remember if that's, oh. if that's happened. Like, I don't... Because I don't hook up that right. much. And even, like, the 21-year-old... I mean, we talked the next morning and yeah. I was like, is this good? Like, do I need to feed this kid? Like, what's going on? <laughs> then um, I lived in I lived in Deep Cove at the time. So yeah. I took him to Honey Donuts <laughs> afterwards. But yeah, we went for a donut and then like he messaged me later and stuff. We went on another date. So I guess I haven't. And how did you, did you send him a message like, hey, this is not. Oh, um, like, yeah. So we did end up going on like an actual date. Um, we didn't hook up again. And then, like, we had kind of, like, messaged a bit more and made plans, and then he flaked. Mm. Um, yeah, so he was being kind of, like, flaky, because obviously mm. he's a 21-year-old. Yeah. And I was, like, that was one of those scenarios where I was, like, why well, I'm not even that into you. My, my only thought was, like, okay, this could be fun. Like, he was mm. fun. Like, I felt like we had chemistry, and he was, like, fun to kiss. That was my mindset. I was, like, this, he's fun to kind of, like, yeah, go to a bar with and, like, make yeah. out and, like, hook up with maybe... Um, after a while <laughs> it would get better but um but like not if he's being flaky it's so not did you send it. him a message or did you just kind of no him i actually ghosted because he was being flaky like disrespectful oh. i felt he was like he canceled a couple hours before we were supposed to see each other yeah 
And it wasn't like he'd kind of, we'd kind of made loose plans another time and he'd kind of flaked out, but it was okay because it was kind of on the line yeah. because it was loose. But then he flaked again and I was like, well, that's just disrespectful. So I was, I just sent one last message mm. like, oh, too bad. And then I just ghosted. Okay. And then actually he did kind of like message me later because I ghosted him on WhatsApp, which that's a red flag if someone only messages on WhatsApp, unless they're a foreigner. Then he like found me and like messaged me through Instagram and was like, where'd you go? Which I hate. I hate that when someone's like, they're the one being super inconsistent and shitty. And then they're like, what happened? And they like seek you out through some other channel. You're like, no, I, <laughs> you had your mm. chance. It's done. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I, I, I see your perspective. Mm-hmm. And you've got a point. It's disrespectful to Flake, but I feel like if you don't tell him. Oh, in another, yeah, in most cases, I would say, like, what I would normally say is, like, you know, it doesn't feel good to me when people are inconsistent or when they cancel on me last minute. Right. Like, it actually turns me off. Like, that's, I will just normally say something mm. like that. It's true, and yeah. it's just an easy way to say it. But in that case, I just was like, he's. Dumb. Like he's a twenty-one-year-old. He's flaky. But he's got to learn at some point. And I know it's not yeah. your job to teach, but um, I did say that later yeah. when he found me. Oh, okay. Me. But um, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess I should say like sometimes you get the sense that they are the one who's like being ridiculous and like so you don't feel mm-hmm. like you owe them that respect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if someone is actually like you know wanting something and messaging, and then of course I'm going to tell them if I'm not interested in that way. Mm. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, yeah. So f- for me, it's mostly for a while now. There were times where I was like, oh, this is not the right person, but we've gotten so far towards mm-hmm. uh, having sex that I was like, I would feel bad. <laughs> Let me throw her a bone and uh, let's do her a favor by sleeping with her just once. Women do it all the time. Why People can't, do it. Yeah, why can't yeah, men, why not? you know? Um, so I would, I would, and then sometimes it would change directions because I'm like, oh, I enjoy having sex with them. So mm-hmm. if that's... So it becomes something casual then. Yeah, if that's something that would work, then we'll do that. If so, not, but you talk to them. Do you say that to them? <laughs> no, you don't. You're just like, I'm going to make this casual knowing that they don't want something casual. Like, I would just kind of throw it in for that. Like, not like a set, hey, this is casual, but more like, you know, it's, it's a... You it's just a, feel it out. I get it. Yeah. Sometimes you know, you know that person is not going to be down for something yeah. casual. And so you're like, well, just like keep, like, keeping if, this lie alive for a no, little bit. No, 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 no. If someone's like not specifically not down for anything casual, uh, it would usually come up with within the first few dates and it, it won't go further. But I'm also, like, I'm not just looking for casual sex or whatever. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay on sex. I've, I've had my share of it. We know, Al. No, we that's know not, that's that you not, fuck. Not, okay. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> we know I'm saying good. that, like, I'm figuring out right now what works for me as a relationship. Mm. I'm like... It's it's a research phase that's I feel like getting to a point of completion. Mm-hmm. So I'm always I'm open to a relationship. It's not like I'll shut it down, but mm-hmm. it's just totally. You know what? I'm going to give you. Here's my my coach coming out. I'm going to give you a little a little Zen story mm-hmm. from one of my favorite books, Zen and the Art of Falling in Love. Is um they tell this story of this guy. We'll call him Jake. And he would go to lots of these like singles meetups, social mm-hmm. events at bars or whatever. And at the beginning of the night, he'd get there and he was like so excited because there were all these beautiful women and mm-hmm. he'd, he'd circle around trying to find like, who do I want to talk to? Like, who's the best one? And he'd, he'd see one and he'd be like, maybe her, but then I'll miss out on her. And he just kept circling and circling. And then every night by the end of the night, he's alone and he hasn't had any meaningful <laughs> conversations with any of the women. Okay. And he just ends up going to home alone because yeah. going home alone because the the philosophy with that the Zen philosophy is not to settle but like be with who's in front of you right now and see if you can really be with who's in front mm. of you because it's really easy like for some people like if you get into the like habit of just always like searching and circling then you end up like 
you, that's your energy and that's what you attract and you end up like not being able to get out of that. Mm. And it's like, can you be with yourself and can you be with someone like the person who's right in front of you mm. and not be like looking around for the next thing? There you go. Yeah, I, I know that's the case. <laughs> uh, and I feel like I agree. I agree that that's the energy and that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know if I'm biased, but I feel like it's something I had to do just to explore and figure out what works for me. And the next step, of course, is what you said. Yeah, but I will say this. So, and this is something that I say to like everyone I do a consultation with. It's called a like a breakthrough call or dating strategy call. You know, your life is like a wheel that gets turning and turning and turning in a certain direction. Mm -hmm. And the more it gets turning in a certain direction, the harder it is to get it going in another direction. Because it gains momentum in that yeah. direction, right? Like, like if you have been, like, single and just, like, having very casual things or, like, dating a lot of people for many, many years, mm. it's like that wheel's, it's like, really gained a lot of... Yeah, it's a, gained a lot of power. Yeah. So it actually takes a significant jolt to mm. get it going in another direction. Like, it doesn't happen... You know about jolts? I, I'm all about jolts. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't... But it doesn't happen on its own. Yeah. And especially the longer that you let it happen. And that's why, like, I mean, if we're talking red flags, to be honest, I try not to see everyone's red flags. But to me, it is a bit of that. I mean, that is a bit of a red flag if someone's, like, been mostly single mm-hmm. for, <laughs> like, been, it, until, like, up to their 30s. I've been single for uh, two years. Mm. Yeah. But you've had, like, longer term relationships. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that is always something to look for. Like, if someone... Has someone had longer term relationships? Or yeah, if someone's been single for most of their life till their thirties, there's some. It's like some something's going on. Yeah, and and often, but oftentimes, like someone will be like, "You are have been the last couple of years," and be like, "I need to try things out." But it's just they've done that too long, and mm-hmm. then they like actually can't stop. Well, it was a mix of like uh, trying things out, but also I felt like there's certain aspects of my life that need to be like that have priority now to Mm -hmm. long-term dating and while those aspects get handled I also have needs Mm -hmm. and (laughs) you're like "Mm, yes Mm -hmm." right 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 right. like okay well I'm like Developing so my stand-up comedy, I so need to a, get my dick sucked. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not always, but like... Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get yeah. It. But it's... Honestly, now that I'm in my 30s, I get it. Because I'm like, I have needs! But it's just so much harder for me to fulfill my needs than for like you to fulfill your needs. How, how's that? Because there's so much more involved. I'm like, even if I want to find like a hookup partner, I'm like, okay, let me just crack out this like... Yeah. 15 point list of questions of like so are you sensual yeah also like it's a certain personality type of Mm. like not selfish Mm -hmm. and i like it's like a personality type of like maybe a little bit of a pleaser (laughs) and um like yeah they can't be the type if you're not a pleaser you're not gonna want to like you're like this is bullshit like i don't want to like give you like a 30 minute massage and like take our time and i don't want to be like nice to you well that's not true (laughs) Um, yeah, like, you need to be, are you, like, a nice person? Yeah. And also, like, a, like kind of, like, nurturing, mm. and it's all these things. Like, it's so many things, like, even for something casual for me to, like, be into it, you know, for me to, like, really desire that person. Right. It's just so many things that I'm, like, well, at that point, it's, like, if, if I'm going to find someone who's all those things that I like enough to, like, hook up with consistently, that I would expect to be sexually exclusive with me, like... That's a relationship, mm-hmm. pretty much. So even if we're, like, just having a lot of sex, like, it's going to end up being a relationship, pretty much. So, I don't know, maybe I'll be able to find that. Like, I would... <sighs> Who knows? I don't know. I've thought about it. I've given it that's, some thought. That's sigh. That was very deep. Your shoulders went up and everything. Oh. I don't know, Al. It's frustrating. I'm a little frustrated. <laughs> This is what, and I, you know, all my girlfriends are in their 30s. Yeah. And it's interesting because they're very, they're all very sexual and sensual and yeah, which has helped me to be like. And you're straight. Yes. Yeah. Okay. As far as I know, like I, hey, who knows? Maybe I'll end up with a woman. I always say like, maybe I'll fall in love with a woman and end up with a woman. I say the same thing. 
Yeah. You think that's the same thing about yeah. Ben? Yeah. Really? Well, it's uh, Chris DiStefano has this thing where he's like, I'll have sex with a woman, but I'll fall in love with a man. And he says it as a joke, and I'm like, I'm not, I haven't fully like thought about it, but I'm like, I can kind of you can see it, see it, yeah, like, but uh, at the same time, yeah, I don't know. But that's a real thing for women, like that happens to a lot of women, a lot of later in life lesbians, a lot of my favorite authors, like Elizabeth Gilbert, and um, I forget her name. She wrote Love Warrior, Glennon Doyle. Mm. They ended up like they had husbands after their divorce, or no. Actually, no, no, before the divorce. They, they fell in love with women. Just, just fell in love with women and I a, guess a woman. At some then, point when your sexual drive isn't that high either, you can find someone you connect with better. Where, yeah, it might be a maturity thing of like yeah. love is love. And then you just, you realize like, oh, like I just see this person as someone I they love. They understand your needs better because they have maybe similar needs. Yeah, 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 your periods are saying just like <laughs> that point later in life. Yeah. Oh, right, right. So, who knows? Yeah, yeah the comedian, um, what's her name? Um, Tigna Taro. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. So her wife was always just straight and then they were just really really good friends for like several several months mm. and then finally Tig was like, you know, I'm in love with you and we got to end this whatever this is or Take it to the next level. Whoa. And they sort of hadn't done anything physical. And then yeah. she had to think about it for a bit. She like, her wife stepped away and then she came back. She's like, yeah, Damn. I can't live without you. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a bit of a hostage situation though. <laughs> well, that's how all engagements happen. <laughs> I that's true. Yeah. Uh, so right? you, you mentioned your mom. I remember from you said you have this joke about being mixed. Mixed race? Yeah. yeah. So it was... My mom is white and my dad's Chinese. Oh. Yeah. You're yeah. surprised. Yeah, because I, I thought there'd be like some, I don't know, some like Latin or something. Oh, yeah. People always think that. People always yeah. think Latina or European. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so your parents are divorced? Yeah, oh. they were. They got divorced when I was two. Oh, okay. So my mom, she did have, you know, other long-term relationships, yeah. less long-term relationships. She's remarried twice. So, so yeah, my dad, um, we, it was back then, custody was different, so I'd see him every other weekend. Okay. And then uh, he moved to Vancouver. I was in Ottawa. He, he moved to Vancouver when I was in grade six. Mm. So I'm sure that's where a lot of my daddy issues stem from. Grade six has been a, a rough year for me. Uh, I started smoking and drinking. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? What happened in grade six? Oh, we, I moved to this new area of town and mm. it just, I don't know. It was kind of weird. Like all of us kind of started smoking. Smoking and drinking in grade six. Yeah. Think how tall you would be if you... <laughs> That's one of my jokes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It was ah. how in Eastern Europe we didn't have a drinking age. We had a drinking height and I was pretty tall for a 12 year old. Oh, okay. That's why I'm not that tall for a 30 year old. Oh yeah. It's tough to yeah. do growth. Yeah, I'm just picturing you like this this little six-year-old just like downing I, coffee and smoking. wild because I like I taught kids uh, when I was in Asia and I taught mm -hmm. like grade one to six and I mm -hmm. taught six-year-olds and I'm like, these are babies. That's yeah. how old I was when I started. Like, what the fuck? It's crazy. That's, that is a child. I mean, once you get grade seven and eight, you're like, okay, they're little perverts. But still, like, I see them and I'm like, they're tiny kids. Yeah. Like, compared to me now, I kind of felt the same. The, not the same, but almost. I don't know. You don't really feel like a kid when you're a kid. You just feel like you. I, I don't, it's hard yeah. to explain. So, like, I was like, oh, that's what I look like? That's insane. Right? Yeah, yeah now you see them. You're like, yeah. whoa. So, uh, your dad moved away when you were in grade six. Yeah. And yeah. how was that? Well, I mean, at the time, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. He's moving away. Yeah. But um, I'm surely that's something that's uh, just part of this many stories that make up how I see dating and love. And men. And men. But I'm sure like stuff with my mom too, like that we had, it was pretty unstable childhood. Mm. It wasn't terrible. <laughs> Probably compared, compared to most female comedians I talked to or just comedians in general, like yeah. my childhood was not bad, but it was like fairly unstable. We, we moved a lot and she had different relationships mm. and like, I didn't always like the men that she chose. Probably that shaped how I view men a lot and relationships. Mm. It's like her relationships and just being like, 
oh, well, you know, I don't want to be in a relationship if it looks like that. So is that why, uh, is that why you uh, saved yourself for marriage and one person and that's the plan kind of thing? Probably that was a big part of it is my, because mm. my um, childhood and teen years, I felt there was like a lot of instability. And so I was looking for stability in my life mm. and that's why I became religious and that's why I was like wanting to, yeah, I'll get married and, yeah. and we're Mormon and we'll have this like perfect little life. For me is that's why I chose math and sciences. Math and scientists. Yeah. Sciences. Yeah. For like they were stability. And logical. And oh. I knew what to expect and the outcome was kind of obvious from the rules and the sets. And yeah. yeah. So is that the field you work in or? Uh, no, I graduated with engineering and here I am. And here you are. Yeah. I don't wearing aprons and shaking your booty. I'm not shaking my booty hey, sometimes, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm serving drinks. I'm hosting parties. You're giving women an experience. Exactly. Women need that. It's so yeah. I know women are savage at those kinds of things. Like women go the, to like strip clubs. I, they're savage. I'll I'll say it. All my clients, all the parties I've been to, have been very nice. There's only been one or two where people were a little handsy, but I excuse it as uh, years of misogyny, and <laughs> <laughs> I take one for the team. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's but they're like screaming. Yeah, they're, they're just like. Fun. I mean, sometimes there have been disrespectful women. Which I'm like, I, in I what do, way? What do they do? Well, either like slightly degrading or, or like they say something. Say or the way they like treat me or the way they touch me. What do they say? Uh, it's it's really like like come over here, whore. Not quite. Not like that. Okay. But like the sentiment. Oh, they treat you like a whore. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, this is not. What Sorry, this that's is. not funny. <laughs> but it kind of is. <laughs> Yeah. This is the jadedness. Yeah. Ha! Yeah. Uh, Call him a whore. I dare you. Yeah. No, it's it's fine. No, but I actually think it's so funny calling men sluts and whores. Just because, like, people oh, yeah. don't. People it's, don't. And yeah. women have gotten that so much. I think that's totally fine. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it's, oh, it's No, I'm, I'm not saying it, like, sucks. I'm saying it's weird when it happens. Like, it, I'm, like, taken aback. And I was like, wait a second. No, it's wrong. <laughs> and, like... It's I mean, with an intention too. They're yeah. like, the intention is yeah, they're not yeah. joking. Like they're actually yeah. degrading. And I'm you. like, whoa, that's Yeah, that's not cool. Like it's cool. Yeah. Like if I call you a whore, like I'm joking. You're like, yeah, call me a whore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you can, I guess. I had like a bit that I was working on where I would like call men whores, but I never did it. Try it. I'm sure I will just like um like ad lib, like just during crowd work. Yeah. If it fits, you know? Mm. So what's yeah. uh let's let's try to wrap this up at some <laughs> point. I, I like your toenails. There's there that's a cute color. Oh thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I just look that way. <laughs> so, you just have a foot fetish. You're just staring at my feet the I, whole time. I, I wasn't. If I were I would have said it in the first thirty seconds. And if you did, you wouldn't be into my feet. Like I have bunions and the, I have a band-aid on my foot right now. I noticed the band-aid. Because that's from so Earlier this week, yeah. I went to my first heels class. What's heels that? is a type oh, of dance. Oh, oh, the sexy, yeah. Sexy, like, pussycat dolls Beyonce style. Yeah. And you wear heels. But I only had my salsa heels, which are open. Mm. And we were, like, the whole thing was on the on floor. On the floor, yeah. And it was an advanced class. Sharpay recommended it to me. Because yeah. I had a lot of dance experience. And I was like, well, whatever. I'll just see if it's my level. It was, it was not. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was really advanced. I was, it was like in, in the movies when that like dork shows up to dance class and they can't keep up and everybody else gets it on the second try. Honestly, like I got all the moves. I just, it was so fast that yeah, I you like. You were missing things and getting lost. And, yeah. Like, yeah. and then she did that thing where you, you split up into groups of four and perform Oh it. no. I was like, oh my, this is going to be embarrassing. I like kept You're up. Just going back. I kept up enough that I wasn't yeah. like mortifying, but I was like, okay. Well, you know what? Comedy's been going well, so I just needed a new way to humiliate myself in yeah. front of strangers. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, it, you know, that's how you learn. Yeah, but I'm all bruised now. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, well, uh, what would be a natural conclusion to this? Mm. You've called me a fuckboy, a whore. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I'm not a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> what's the opposite of a misogynist? Like, what's the male equivalent? 
I'm a fem cell, maybe. Fem cell? Like an incel, like a female incel? No, an incel, I guess incels are misogynistic, but you don't have to be an incel to be misogynist is what I'm saying. Yeah, there isn't. See, that's telling that there's no female equivalent word for like yeah. when a woman's being a misogynist. They they used to like throw feminist, but that's obviously not it. Right. That's the dumbest thing. You... Yeah, like an angry feminist. Yeah, but that's not. Um, there isn't one. No, there isn't. Yeah. There isn't. Yeah. Just like there's no so that means that's nice okay. word. There's so like, that's okay. <laughs> no, no male equivalent of cougar. The cougar is like such an unflattering term for a woman who goes for younger men. But for men to date a younger woman, that's just a man. That's just... They call them creeps now. No. Right right now. Not really. Right now. They, no. Oh, you... Uh, what's his name? What's that comic? I mean, in his case, it's a bit... There's a comic dating a much younger woman? Yeah. He's a famous comic, too. He was in uh, uh, Lucky Chuck. What's his name? I want to know so I can uh, Dane Cook. Okay, yeah, that's who I had in mind, but I couldn't yeah. remember his name. Dane, Dane Cook. Cook he Dane... just he just married a twenty-one year old. Well, because he probably has the emotional maturity of a twenty-one year old, so it's a good match. But, but the edgy thing there is, there's pictures of him and his current wife at parties at his house when she was like sixteen. Oh no. And then, oh. and then they say that they didn't do anything till she turned 18 and they've been dating for like five years since she was 18 and she's 23 now and they got married and he's like 50. <laughs> oh, first of all, if you're 50 or however old, like 45 and you're like partying with 21 year olds at your house. Yeah. Okay. Or 16, or 16, if you're partying with 16 year olds at your yeah. house. That's, you're playing with fire. Well, no, that, yeah. That's the, not a good look. I was like, why is that a big deal? Like, whatever age difference, blah, blah. But then I saw the whole, there's like pictures of uh, him and then a bunch of other people. And then like some, it's not just random folks, like random girls. It's like famous women, like oh. singers and actors. There were like 15, 16, 17 oh. at the party. Yeah. Jeez, that's shady. Yeah. That's well, where I was like, yeah, that's kind of sketchy. I mean, that's why when I hooked up with the twenty-one-year-old yeah. boundaries, I was like, no photos. <laughs> that's the lesson. If you're gonna, if you're gonna potentially break the law, no photos, so they don't come back to bite you later. Thank you for the. Yes. Thank you for the tip. You're welcome. This is out there for y'all. No photos or videos. Yeah. That's a good place to end. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. This is, this is fun. I'm glad uh, we, we got a few things out of the way. And uh, I, I feel like I learned a lot. Thanks for being such a slut. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>